Wendy Smith joins us on our takeover this morning from Surrey Coalition. Uh, morning, Wendy. Uh, so, could you explain to everyone that's listening today? Surrey Coalition of Disabled People, we do a variety of different things. We are run and managed by and for disabled people, um, helping advocate people's rights to equality of opportunity and to live independently. We run a variety of different programmes. We've got groups and forums where people can get involved with making improvements to health and social care. We're not just thinking about physical disabilities, but those invisible disabilities as well, long-term health conditions, it might be mental health, also people with um, sight or visual impairments. We've got a tech angel service, which we run in Surrey. So people who have no access to the internet, we can provide people with training on how to use it. We can offer a long-term loan of a phone or a tablet and help people out with gaining Wi-Fi access as well. We have our Get More Active scheme to encourage disabled people to be more physically active. We've recently been to Alice Holt Forest for an inclusive cycling event on their adapted bicycles. We've been to Paper Court in Woking for uh, sailing, including using wheelchair accessible boats. We took part in the Superhero Triathlon recently as well, which you might have seen on Channel 4, where we had people um, running, uh, walking or wheeling, and also cycling and swimming in that event. We've got a number of social groups, including virtual trips, where people from the comfort of their own home can view what's on in all sorts of different locations. Somebody gives us a bit of a tour. And I'm part of the mental health team. So we have the independent mental health network where people who've used messages or who care for someone who does can get involved, share their experiences with us and help as services are developed and improved for local people. How long has it been going then? So the coalition's been running for quite a few years, but I've only been working for them since last year. The Independent Mental Health Network's been around quite a few years as well. So the reason I'm part of the mental health team is because I've had my own difficulties with mental health. I've actually struggled with that since I was at school, although I was used until I was in my 20s. So I had a long period of feeling broken and not knowing what was wrong with me and not being able to get support from anyone because I didn't even know what I needed. So part of the reason I do this job is to try and help other people not have that experience, make sure that they are supported when they need it in the right way because if we can help people with their mental health when they first start struggling, we are likely to improve their outcomes and help people before they reach crisis point when it's much more distressing for everyone. Yeah, don't shy away from it. Exactly, yeah. We need to talk about it. I know there's still a lot of stigma around talking about mental health, but it is becoming more normalised. And it's just as important as talking about physical health. Tell us what you're actually looking for and how you need help to expand this or get the name out there a little bit more. Yes, yeah, so the, the project that we're working on at the moment in the mental health team, we've been commissioned by the local NHS Mental Health Trust, Surrey and Borders, to help them out with this new transformation they're undertaking of community mental health services which is about people being able to access mental health support locally through um, teams that are operating in groups of GP surgeries. 
it's supposed to make things much more accessible rather than having to go to a, a designated location somewhere else. These teams will have time to actually listen to people about what they're struggling with, what help they want, and think about the way forward. Much more time than you can get in a 10-minute appointment with a GP. They can advise people on emotional well-being. They can offer advice on coping with stress and anxiety. If people have more complex mental health needs, these teams can support them with stepping them up to specialist secondary services. And also, once they've been discharged from those services, they're not just abruptly dropped. These teams can support them stepping back down again. It's supposed to stop people falling through the gap, which has happened a lot in the past, where people are told they're too complex for, um, say, community counselling services, and yet they don't meet the threshold for those secondary services, and a lot of people feel that they've been left with nothing. So these teams are supposed to help address that need and also be more joined up way of providing care. So they have meetings with members of lots of different teams to think about how they can wrap the care around that person. And it should mean that people don't have to keep telling their story over and over again to different services, which is a really distressing thing to do. So these teams in Surrey Heath, Farnham, Rushmore and Hart, it's called MIX, which stands for Mental Health Integrated Care Service. And in the rest of Surrey, it's called GPIMS, which stands for General Practice Integrated Mental Health Service. Now, mental health is a huge minefield nowadays, isn't it? It is, and there's so much to it. But this team, we're thinking about not just if people already have a mental health diagnosis or they have more complex needs. We're thinking about from the moment somebody realises they're starting to struggle so if they're feeling more stressed or anxious or sad than usual, maybe they've become more isolated, they're not going out as much as they used to, this is the moment when you can ask your GP for help and you can be referred to this team and get support really early on. They have people within those teams who have lived experience of mental health themselves and they've reached a point where they can support other people. They have people within those teams who can help connect you with local organisations who might be able to support you or have different activities you can take part in so you would be less isolated. And they've got more clinical members of the team who can help if you need uh, more support than that. It's all about talking to someone and getting it off your chest, for instance, and making that first initial step, isn't it? Absolutely, and that can be a really difficult thing for people to reach out and say that they need help. But this is something that we, we really need to encourage. Tell us about this survey that uh, you have just compiled. Yeah, we started running this survey in April uh, as part of this work that we're doing about people's experiences of accessing support for mental health in the community. We've had over 200 people complete it so far, but we're really looking to get as many people filling it out as we can. The survey can be accessed on our website, which is surreycoalition.org.uk, and it asks people about the barriers that they face to seeking support if they do find that they're starting to struggle with day-to-day -day life, what might help, and how things can be improved. Um, one of the questions that we ask there is, if you were struggling, who might you reach out to for support? And one thing that really worries me is that around one in six of the people who've responded so far have said they wouldn't ask anyone for help. And I find that really troubling because people 
either aren't aware that the support is out there or they feel that it's not accessible to them. And we need to let people know that they can get help. The help is there and it's available for people. And we need to understand what would make it easier for people to get that support. What is it that we're not doing that they need? What do you think the problem is? Is there some kind of stigma there, do you think? I think there are a great number of issues. I think there are certainly stigmas involved. I think also different groups of people have different difficulties to overcome. So one of the things we've been asked to do is look at the people who are not using these community mental health services as much as the NHS would expect to see. And those groups are men, older adults, people who are LGBTQ+, people from black, Asian and minoritised ethnic communities, and neurodivergent people, which includes autism, ADHD, Tourette syndrome, dyslexia, dyscalculia, dyspraxia. And what we've been hearing so far is that there are a lot of different factors experienced by people from those different groups that you might not readily think of. We've had a great response to the survey from older adults and people who are neurodivergent, but we'd really love to hear from more men, people who are LGBTQ+, and people from black, Asian and minoritised ethnic communities, because while we could speculate about what the problems might be, and while we've heard from some people, everybody's different and everyone will have heard a different experience. So the more people who can fill in our survey, the better the information that we have to feed back to those mental health services will be. Reach out, everyone, if you are listening to this. Uh, fill in the survey because they need your support. Uh, as I say for a radio station, use us or lose us. Absolutely. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, fill in that questionnaire, uh, which is the web. Give us a ride over the website so we can. Surreycoalition.org.uk, and there's a link to the website in the banner at the top of the page. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. Simple and easy. More plans for the future, apart from obviously this survey, which will help you immensely. Where will all that information be used then for the future of how you? A pinpoint where you're going in the next direction or something? Well, one thing we've done from the survey is a lot of people have contacted us and wanted to speak with us further. We've been going out and talking to various community groups and we've started running a series of focus groups as well to really get more information about the issues that people are facing. We've run several of these focus groups already. We've got more coming up in the future. So if anybody wants to get involved, they can sign up on our website, surreycoalition.org.uk. When we have all this information, we will be developing some recommendations, working with the Mental Health Trust, Surrey and Borders, and people who've used services, so that they can understand how they can make services more suitable and more accessible for local people, so that they are meeting that need. So we're providing monthly reports and having monthly meetings with them as well, but when we finish our project in March, there'll be a much bigger report at the end with a lot of recommendations for them to take forward. In terms of reaching out to local groups, we'll be at Surrey Pride in Rygate on Saturday the 9th. Um, I know it's a little way to travel, but you can come along and see us. And uh, apparently we're doing some temporary tattoos. I, I don't think I've got the, uh, the hand coordination to do that, but Megan and Charlotte assure me they can do it really well.
That'd be fantastic to see you guys there for that. Uh, do you do kind of these local events and all that kind of stuff as much as possible? Yeah, so we've actually divided those groups that we're reaching out to, the men, older adults, people who are LGBTQ, people from black, Asian, minoritized and ethnic communities and neurodivergent people between the team. And I'm leading on speaking to neurodivergent people. So over the last few months, I've spoken to an awful lot of people in an awful lot of groups. I've had some really brilliant feedback from people. So I go to quite a lot of events from that perspective. But then as a team, um, Megan and Charlotte and myself do go out to quite a few events as well, just to speak to members of the general public, because it's not just about those groups we've been asked to look at. It's about everyone and listening to what everyone needs. And I think that's what you enjoy about your job, isn't it? I love it, yeah. It's, it really motivates me to speak to people and hear about their experiences and then think about how we can turn that around and make things better for people so that they can get the right support in the right place at the right time. All right, give us a reminder of the website before you disappear today. It is surreycoalition.org.uk. Wendy, thank you very much indeed for coming in. Thank you for having me.